Did you find yourself in the place where you're falling out of love with a narcissist, where you start to realize and come to terms with the mask that they're actually wearing and you start to realize, wait a second, this hasn't been real. There's a lot of stuff in this relationship that has probably been fake. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, then please hit subscribe. Hit that notification so you can get notified when we drop brand new videos throughout the week, when we do live Q&As or different events online. We'd love to have you part of the community to be able to help you heal, grow, change, and develop. So stick around. Well, when you are in love and falling in love with a narcissist, it happens a lot of times really, really fast. Like it is just like zero to hundred, you are like hooked. The best connection ever. Like it feels like they are the perfect person for you. A lot of times people will give the example that they felt like they were their soulmate, you know, their soul tire. They're connected on a whole different level because of how they interact, how they respond, how the likes, all the things that are there just seem to just flow. Like there's not those hiccups at the beginning. Like it's just like, we're just meant for each other. We're made, it just all fits together. Well, it works really great and it seems like it's the best thing ever till it's not. Until it's at the place where you're left confused and frustrated wondering what is actually real, what is actually going on. So I wanna talk a little bit today of understanding some of the behavior of that, of knowing what was real and then helping find clarity moving forward of like what you actually need to know like moving forward in that, what you need to find, okay? So starting off, the behavior. You have to remember and understand that narcissistic personality disorder is very much egocentric. It all revolves around me. There's not really enough room in a narcissist's life for another person to exist in a healthy dynamic, in a reasonable way. And more or less, it's the aspect of like the world revolves around me. And if you're not in my world supplying me with what I need, whether that's the admiration or the entitlement piece or manipulation or making me feel special or, you know, all these different things. If you're not supplying me with those things, then what good are you in my life? That's like the thought process and the idea. And when it comes into a new relationship, that doesn't seem like the greatest you know, criteria for the first date that you go out on. Like, hey, I'm all consumed about myself. If you don't want to serve me, then you know we, we just end this right now. They're not going to say that, right? Because that isn't societally acceptable of what would actually look good in getting to know a partner and getting to know and start a relationship. So typically it has to be hidden. Typically it has to be put underneath the surface. And oftentimes we'll refer to this as the mask. So the mask is a way to be able to hide myself from my ego to be able to hide what's actually underneath by putting a false persona above and be like, hey, this is actually here. As a result, you normally have a lot of narcissists that have a false reality that they're believing in. So for me, like one of my many lies, but one of my false realities was I'm a good person. Even though I'm cheating, even though I'm lying, even though I'm gaslighting, and I, and I knew those things that were happening, no, I'm still a good person. Like it had to change in my mindset to be like justified that what I was doing was okay because I was telling myself I was a good person regardless of the things that I was doing. So the reality a lot of times doesn't make sense. This confuses a lot of people because they're like, how does this even make sense? What are they even doing? You have to understand that like, you're dealing with someone who is living in a false reality, in an alternate version of what you're experiencing. You see, the mask is meant to be able to hide my guilt, 
and be able to hide my shame. Oftentimes behind a pretty facade of I'm a good person. I'm not a bad person. I'm not abusive. I'm good in this. And sometimes you'll hear those phrases or different variations of them said in the relationship. And you're like, why did you even say that? It's a, it's a big sign when you start to see those things being said in the relationship without any cause. Like just doing something, I'm a good person. And you're like, okay, like where did that come from? Sometimes that's that inner working of trying to be able to justify it and trying to be able to say to themselves and the other people, let me convince you that I'm actually this when it's not the case, okay? Well, you have to understand a lot of times a narcissist is infatuated with the mask for the image that it provides of like what is actually there. Like it has to be something that like this provides me with a good status, with a good education, with a good image for other people. Like a lot of times it's all about like how other people are perceiving it of what is actually there, okay? Um, so when we talk about that, it normally is the aspect of like trying to prop up an image to be able to avoid the aspect that there actually is a shallow relationship. There's not a emotional depth or like a vulnerability there in that connection piece, but it's like, nope, this is who I am, okay? A couple things you need to understand real quick. The mask is different for each person. Sometimes people get really confused about this and they're like, they're like, but they acted this way and now they're giving the next person everything and now they're giving the next person everything. Yeah, because the mask changes. You're not the same as the next person. The next person is not the same as you. Everybody has different personalities. Everybody has different tics, different triggers. All those things are what a narcissist takes into account to be able to figure out the best way to construct the mask that is used to manipulate and control the other person. So you have to understand the image oftentimes will change, will develop. Okay. Also really quick with this, the image piece, a lot of times we talk about it being outward. I need to look good in society. When, when something happens like an exposure or like something, that's when a narcissist will switch even more so to like a victim mindset. And then the image piece becomes more in their head. Be like the idea is like, well, I'm just a victim here. So like, even though they're trashing themselves, like in the public eye, like it still doesn't matter and doesn't seem to affect them because of the story that they're playing in their head. Completely different, but it's still latched onto a image. It's just not always outward. Sometimes it's inward. Okay. Um, the mask, oftentimes you'll see it with, you know, the love bombing. They're like coming into your life, like have different uh, lies, you know, different desires. Uh, you'll see stuff at the beginning that'll be like, wow, we're really like close. Like we're really like, connected. And you start to realize like, wait a second, the things that they're bringing up, like we like match up like perfectly. It's not because the narcissist typically likes those things. It's because they mold and modify based on the person, the supply, the target that they're near of what do I need to do to connect with this person? Well, if I like X, Y, and Z like they do, maybe they'll like me. Boom. Got it. And then they keep moving forward. Okay. So that's to try to dive into a little bit of behavior. You get into this place where you start to be like, what is actually real? And like knowing and understanding the realness of it is typically when you see the mass slip. Now, not everybody, but a lot of times you'll see the mask slip at least one time before you move in, before you get engaged, before marriage, and typically it's explained away. You know, typically it's like, well, you know, they were just stressed. They were just frustrated, but it was actually a mask slip. It was actually something that you saw underneath. You're like, whoa, like this is different. And you start to identify a different person. That person a lot of times is someone who cheats or someone who lies or someone who steals or someone doesn't have your best interests in mind at all. And typically they'll use and abuse that to try to be able to get what they want because that ego, because the entitlement, the manipulation piece, whatever piece of the nine characteristics you wanna call it, they all fall under that in the aspect of trying to get what I want is top and first and most prioritized in whatever relationship is actually there.
Well, with this, you'll find a lot of different lies that come up. Sometimes narcissists that don't even tell you their real name. They're living under a false persona, a completely different identity. They're telling you about a past in their life that doesn't even exist. They're bringing up past trauma that they concocted or that they grabbed from someone else in their life being like, yeah, this is what happened to me when it never even happened. They're talking about their crazy exes or manufacturing exes to be able to triangulate the next person. Like all these things are examples of people that I've talked to one-on-one that have brought these things up. Like this isn't me just making it up. This is me saying like, no, these are real things that have actually happened. And people that have been with a person for years before finding out the lies that they've been hiding from. Oftentimes it's a complete fabrication and lies. You need to understand and recognize like what is actually true, what is actually false, go off of a demonstration versus the words. Oftentimes I ask people, what did they demonstrate? Or how did they demonstrate love, care, respect, honor? How did that person actually demonstrate that? Because a lot of times they say it, but how did it actually come out? Oftentimes this is the biggest realization that people run from. This is the number one, probably one of the biggest things that people want to run from is that realization that what they experienced wasn't real. You need to understand it was real for you. I'm not discounting your feelings. I'm not discounting your emotions. I'm not saying that if you experienced this false reality, I'm saying that you were, you were lied to and you were disillusioned with what was actually happening, with the illusion that the person was putting out there. And you need to understand that your experience was real 100%. And you're allowed to have that for sure. But the piece you need to understand is that radical acceptance piece of this actually happened. A lot of times people are running away from that. They're running away from the truth and they're running away from the healing. And as a result, oftentimes people are out of narcissistic relationships for months, years, decades. And they're still looking for healing because they're unwilling to confront the harsh reality of what just happened to them. I don't say that to discount anybody's pain or anybody's trauma, but I do say that's a reality that we see when working with a lot of people is trying to guide them to the truth of what's actually happening. Well, how do we do that? When you start learning about narcissism and you, and you start getting clarity of like, whoa, this is out there. This is actually happening. I normally say you start drinking from the fire hydrant of narcissism. It's just like, whoa, there's like so much. You start learning a ton. Totally fine. It's okay. It's a season until you get to the place where you start to switch it and learn about you. Okay, three things I want to talk to you about really quick moving forward. One is define truth. Establish reality for you because you've been living with someone who's tried to give you a false reality, a false perception of everything that's going on that will mess with your head and confuse you 100%. So establish your truth, whether it's journaling, whether it's therapy, whether it's getting to coaching, working with people like one-on-one or in group settings, like whatever you need to do to define your truth and know what is real, okay? The second thing is define you. Know who you are. Who are you apart from what you do? Like on a day-to-day basis, how are you actually showing up with authenticity of who you are? Do you know your goals, your dreams, your values, your visions? Number three, define direction. Because when you define direction, you start to build boundaries and the people that align inside those boundaries are the ones you want to have in your life. The people that are going the opposite or pushing against the direction that you're going are ones that are pushing against your boundaries or trying to slow you down. 
These are all different things that Raw Motivations is built on. It's trying to help people find clarity on a day-to-day basis, where you're, you're in the relationship or out of the relationship, fixing the, commun- the confusion and the crazy-making that has been pressed upon you, helping people break out of trauma bonds, get through the rumination, and get to the place where they no longer want to go back to a toxic person, and that person no longer takes up real estate in their mind. If that's something that we can help you with is find clarity from the crazy making and help you build a roadmap to your healing, to your change, and to your development, please reach out for help. You can go to rawmotivation.com, click on one-on-ones. We'll love to interact with you or guide you to the right resources to help you in your healing, in your growth, and in your change.